God speaks to us through the Bible. His word has the power to create faith, inspire hope, teach truth, give guidance, comfort us, and encourage us to persevere. A key life verse for me is Proverbs 16, verse 1 and 9. Good morning. Uh, great to see you. Um, it's great to be able to come and share with you again today. Um, I was up here last year, and again, it's good to be here again with you this year. So um, as I was preparing my message uh, for today, um, it took me back to when I was a, uh, a child, and I remember my mum always asking me, what, what would you like to be when you grow up? Um, and at the time, when, you know, the youngest, the, the, the earliest I can remember, all my friends wanted to be the people in uniform, so you know, firefighters, police officers, you know, doctors, nurses. So, you know, they all wanted to do something that were in uniforms. And I also wanted to be someone that had a uniform. <clears throat> I wanted to be Superman. <laughs> the very first black Superman. <laughs> um, and as you can tell, it didn't quite work out the way I'd hoped. Um, so I have to be a mere mortal like the rest of you. Um, so, but life is funny how we make our plans, yet sometimes they don't quite work out how we hoped or expected. You know, I believe God created us to want to make plans. We're always doing it. You know, tomorrow we'll do this. Next week we'll do that. Next year, next, you know, however forward in the future it is. We always like to make plans. And I believe God has created us to want to have goals, have ambition to work towards things in the future. My question to you is, where is God in those ambitions? Where is God in those plans? Where is God in those uh, moves forward? Because without him, without him being at the center of that, we can find that we get ourselves very frustrated. I know in my life, when things have not gone the way that I've expected or the way that I've planned, um, I can feel real frustrated, despondent, even kind of angry at the fact that I have not been able to achieve or be where I want to be by a certain point or where I had planned to be. Um, and that's why I've come to share today with you these two life verses that I had. I was a bit, a bit greedy. I took two rather than one. Um, and so the verses are both in Proverbs. And Proverbs, as a young person, I spent a lot of time in Proverbs. Um, I loved that book and a lot of wisdom. So if you want to get wise, that's where you go, Proverbs. Um, and so it spoke to me, God spoke to me time and time again in Proverbs. But the verses I'm going to be focusing on today are Proverbs 16.1. Um, and this is the first verse. It says this, We may make our plans, but God has the last word. You know, once Christ is in our lives, God's word and his plan and his ultimate authority reigns in our lives. We can choose to accept this or we can choose to live in frustration and, and, and become despondent when things don't quite go the way we hoped. The second verse, which is quite similar to the first, is people may make plans in their minds, but the Lord decides what they will do. Mm. See, God has ultimate control. He has authority. You know, his will and his rule will reign, no matter how we want to kind of play around with it. Um, all things work to the good and the purpose of his glory. When we first look at these verses, they can feel a bit frustrating or they can feel a bit uncomfortable. Because what, we're re what God is really saying there is that he will move and shape and, 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 and maneuver things the way that he actually wants them to go, unlike how we want them to go. Um, 
I would go as far as to say that I really love these verses and I'm thankful for them because God loves me enough, God loves us enough to take control out of our hands in order to put us where he wants us to be. He puts us and uses us for his glory. What, a, what better place than we could be in when God wants to use us for his glory and his purpose? You know, the day of salvation, the day that that enters our lives, you know, all that we are and all who we want to be are in his hands. What a better place. What a safer place to be than in his hands. We can walk in confidence knowing that no matter what goes on, he will orchestrate things in order for his glory to be met and for his purpose to be met. I'm not saying that our plans are no longer of any importance. But what I'm saying is that we need to be thinking, what is our drive? What is our motivation? What is our focus um, when, when it comes to God and, and where we're wanting to go and where our futures are, are where we see our futures? In, there's a, uh, a verse in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. He has plans for all of us. And I believe he will orchestrate things in order for those plans to come about. What a better thing, what a better verse to have in our lives, to really hold on to, that God's plans, he's got a plan for our future. Not to harm us, but to benefit us. So going back to my journey of what I wanted to be when I, was, when I grew up, when I reached 17, I realized that, do you know what? I'm not going to become Superman. And... Um, I had to kind of think about what I was going to do instead, believe it or not. Um, and what I decided to do was I was going to go and do my A-levels, like, I, like you know, your standard, the standard route, then go to university after that and do something. Um, and so I was going to take the normal, everyday route that most people take. But actually, God had other plans for me. So just before I reached my, uh, the end of my first year of A-levels, my youth pastor called me and, and Laura um, and asked us whether we would like to come and get on board and, and do an internship at Christian Center. And I thought to myself, wow, this is amazing. You see, before that, I'd spent a lot of time with my youth pastor. We'd go to different churches, we'd go into different meetings, we'd done a lot of schools work, we'd done a lot of youth work, and I loved doing that. So to get the opportunity to come and spend full time at church doing something that I love, I said yes straight away. I don't think I even asked my mum or my dad. I was just like, that's what I'm doing. Um, and do you know what? It, it changed my life forever. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, so a year or so after I did my internship, I then became youth pastor, probably the, youth pastor, the youngest youth pastor in history. I was probably youth pastoring people the same age as me. Um, but it was, it was amazing. I loved it. It was, it was awesome. A year and a bit later, I met my wife, Rosie, um, and uh, we were married not too long after that. So two things, amazing things that have happened to me at that, this point. I'm now doing something that I love that God has called me to do. I've now met my beautiful wife. Um, and then, six years later, I decide kind of what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do in regards to university? And I can tell you that every lesson that I learned whilst being here, every trial, every difficulty, every win, every circumstance that I had whilst I was here prepared me for what I was going to do in the future. Every bit of it. And you see, sometimes things might not go the way that you planned, 
but it's going the way that God is planning. And we need to get on board. That's what we need to do. We need to get on board. Rather than feel the frustration, we need to get on board. You know, I sometimes, and we sometimes forget the way that God sees things. You see, we see things in linear. Step one, step two, step three. But actually, God sees the whole thing all at the same time. The end, the beginning, the middle. It's all in his view. And we need to trust that God has things in hand. We do not need to fret. We do not need to worry. We do not need to be anxious. Easier said than done, huh? I think God will take us along journeys and use circumstances that we find ourselves in to build things into our lives, to prepare us for the future, to prepare us for what he has planned for us. And sometimes that might counter what you or what I was planning or expecting to do. Who here has ever seen the program Grand Design? Anyone ever watched that? Okay, for those of you that haven't, I love Grand Designs. Basically what happens is, People go and they've decided they're going to build their own property. And as the title says, it is a grand design. Huge properties, quite bespoke, just for that person. Um, And every property has uh, an architect, and that architect will create blueprints. The blueprints tell you what the property is going to look like. It tells the the builder what they need to do, where they need to do it, um, where to lay the foundation, where the cornerstones will go, you know, where the load-bearing walls will be. This architect um, will create the blueprint. And it's important because that building will not be built unless that blueprint has been created. Um, It will tell them, you know, everything, where, where everything needs to go. And eventually, they get this grand design, this grand property. And I believe that God is the architect of our lives. He has a blueprint for your life. He has a grand design for us. He has something amazing, something awesome in place for us. And I think he takes us along journeys, like I said, to build certain things in place. You see, you can't put the load-bearing walls in place if you have no foundation. And God builds and uses things to create that foundation in our lives. We will have to go through experiences. We will have to go through things to build that foundation. The next part, then he will then put those load-bearing walls in. Then the cornerstones. Those things that are crucial for those grand designs. What things are you going through at this point that God is using to build that grand design? What things are not going quite the way that you'd planned that God is using to build those grand designs in your life. I'm not always the quickest to learn God's lessons. Sometimes it takes quite a while for me to go around to get those things that he wants to teach me. But you know what? My outlook has changed a lot from when I was younger. Rather than it now being, rather than it being frustrated that things are not going the way that I had planned, what I try and do is ask God, what is it you're wanting me to learn from this situation? What is it that you're trying to build in me at this point? Where are you taking me? What part of my life is it that you're building at this point? See, I want to learn quickly. I don't want to do the long, round-the-corner sort of thing that I used to do. God God ultimately um, has a plan that is best for me, better than I could ever have dreamed of for myself, and it's the same for you. We just need to be open and willing to, to, to hear what he's saying and adjust where we're going and how we're living. So I've got three points that I want to leave with you uh, today to kind of help us along this walk. 
The first one is this, not my will, but yours. This is what Jesus was praying in the garden um, before he, he went to the cross. Not my will, but yours. Is that what our motivation is like at this point? Is that our mentality? Is that, how we're, is that our drive? Is that how we're moving forward? Not my will, but yours, Lord. We can spend our time fighting against it and getting frustrated, or we can get on board. We can live and know that actually, I'm, what, you know, things might not go the way I hope, but I'm in line with what God has called me to do. The second is do not be anxious about your life. Rosie spoke about this last week. We can spend so much time being anxious because we're not going the way that we expected to be going or where we wanted to be. And sometimes it's a very head knowledge. Yes, I understand it. Yes, I've read it. Yes, I get it. But actually, it's not here. And so that's where the frustrations set in in our lives. We need to be open for God to move and do what he's going to do. Finally, commit our plans to God. What better way of knowing that what we're planning will kind of be in line or should be in line with God when we commit what we're doing or where we're going to God. You know, he has got things in hand. We just need to relax and know that he's got it in hand. It might not work out the way that we were hoping, but so long as we're submitting ourselves and committing ourselves to God's plans and God's purposes, do you know what? That's the best place to be for us. It's the only place we can be. And so I just want to finish with this, this uh, quote that I read somewhere, and I thought it was, it was amazing. It says everything that I, or sums up everything that I wanted to say today, really. It says this, God's way is better than your way. His plan is better than your plan. His dream for your life is rewarding, more fulfilling, better than you'd ever dreamed of. Now stay open and let God do it his way. Thank you.